Hello. 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 Everybody on? Y'all here? It's pulling Alec Baldwin. Is this on? Is Hello? this thing on? No. We had Connell the other day. Oh my God. No, but have you ever listened to the first episode of when Alec Baldwin tried to do a radio show? He thought he'd be uh, bigger he, than Rush Limbaugh. He got so bad. He was. It's so like mad. seven minutes of. Are you are, are you guys sure this is on? I'm not. I'm not real sure. I'm not really hearing any. I mean, he just keeps going back and forth. They're like, it's a radio program. Yeah. No one's gonna talk back to you. It's hilarious. Mitch McConnell. What happened to him the other day? Oh, Holy cow! Had he had a over. he had a glitch in the Matrix, dude. That but was a seizure. I don't. I don't want to have. I don't want to have. A, yeah, no I don't want to. I don't want to have a political conversation. But both sides of the aisle, if we can't agree that that is not right for our country and the Feinsteins and the Nancy, dude, the 89, the, the 89, <laughs> you know, factory resets while they're at the press conference. That is not good for our country, but I digress. We'll leave that right there. The only thing is if you put age on it, it is I, the one guy I'd bring Fetterman. Up, Chuck Grassley. What? Sharp. Chuck Grassley is like 90 years old. He's a, he did a push up contest with a, uh, it's not it's not the age guy. so it, you can't put it it's not the age uh, it's the it's the faculty you get part. a faculty like you, if you could do age plus jack some kind lelaine's of a stud test. yeah yeah i mean trump always touts the cognitive test right yeah. like let's sit down and do this cognitive test i did it so if they, it's if you're of that age if you're maybe mid 70s on up and you can pass those cognitive tests with flying colors great keep doing it 100 I, I don't mean it there's as, gotta be one other factor at least you know i'm just saying that when you see you know a guy like him on national television in front of all of our you know adversaries and allies and everything and they see that it's the same as joe biden falling on the stage and falling on air force one and fall you know all that stuff it's like wh whether we like it or not you know you the the, the world is not all milk and honey and people see weakness in countries and it's not good there's that side of it and also just the personal side of it oh, i don't you know i don't love or hate the guy or anything like that politician wise he's the consummate politician but man why you're of that age i said it about harry reed for a long time retire right? enjoy retire, your life enjoy your wife your grandkids yeah. your property the money you've made right Instead of just grinding it out on Capitol Hill, friggin' making a fool of yourself. No, I don't want to talk about why, this anymore. Why stick around in any profession? <laughs> you know any like, profession. You know what I want to talk alone. about? I'm sad for two reasons today. Why? One is because today is August 1st, and that is the start of a lot of things in the old hunt. Hot August nights. <laughs> oh. Well, that is too. We should go drive our cars. Mine's out front. Oh, it is? Uh -huh. God dang it need to go get it maybe i'll take mine home maybe i'll have nicole with me to go check the chickens and then drive mine home you gotta drive it at least this week that's the yeah. point of having an old car yeah what were you gonna say though i know uh, about that well that's now i'm sad that you have yours out <laughs> i don't so three <laughs> things uh three things no, august 1st is the start of quite a few things in the hunting world especially here in nevada um it's already stuff hitting the dirt but the first thing I'm sad about is migration madness benelli's migration madness it started today why are you sad because i can't put in See, I asked you about this. So I'm pretty sure if if I won this package from Benelli's Migration Madness, I'm pretty sure people would be a little pissed off. I know. That's what I said. Remember when I said, yeah. are we allowed to enter? <laughs> so that's I probably we'll, could get away with it. Uh, Maybe not. Remember, though. August 1st, by Benelli's Migration Madness. Go on to shoot-on.com forward slash Benelli migration madness get in what is shoot on shoot dash on dot com 
I actually don't know. Never been on it. This is the first time, good or bad, I've never heard of it. So I'm going to look it up while you're chatting. Do it. Anyway, remember, $15,000 in prizes. Banded, Federal, GHG, Avery, Tetra, Benelli, Realtree, Shoot On, whole bunch of packages. Ammo, guns, gear from him. Banded, GHG, and Avery. Ammo. Ooh, they have a link. They have a link right on their thing to the Migration Madness. It looks like it's just kind of like a, you know, like a information site, whatever. Just a site, website. Yeah, I don't know. So make sure you get on there. Benelli Migration Madness. Robert already came in this morning, work on the electrical. He's already signed up. So he signed up. Remember, you can get extra entries if you do a couple things. I'm sure all the information, info, information is on the website. So. That's the one thing I'm Three Benelli's. Oh, yeah. A 12, a 20, or a 28. Three cases of Black Cloud. Hearing protection. That's from Gift card for Bandit. GHG or Avery. Realtree gear. Wow. That is a heck of a prize package. Yeah. That's one thing I'm mad about. You want to know the other thing I'm mad about? I'm pretty sure you're mad about it, too. You know how many entries I've got right now for this? <laughs> Zero. Zero. There's a total of already. It's already. Don't get don't get discouraged when I say this, but there's already thirty seven thousand one hundred and ten entries. But you have ninety one days still to enter. But that's don't get discouraged. <laughs> Somebody's got to win entries. Do you know how many entries you have? Zero. Do Zero. you know how fast you were driving? <laughs> seven. 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 Seven miles an hour. Uh, but no. The other reason I'm mad, Alex and Clint, is hunting season started day here in Nevada. I'm sure probably other states as well but archery deer archery cow elk whole bunch of stuff going on when's archery antelope open or is it open 15th i believe can you imagine how hot they are out there though that's what <laughs> you take solitude and have a you know i'm i'm a little depressed too being in the but, but then i go you know how hot they were today <laughs> sitting out there miserable i always think about allergies oh yeah you know like the morning you know even this morning it was it was nice this morning. Like I, in the morning right now, it's cooled down. You got your, your your windows are down, and that's all you really need till like noon. Yeah. But when you're out there, like so, you enjoy that little brief bit of coolness, and then then you go back. And to then, camp. then you and it doesn't smoked. cool down until you're well in bed. Oh yeah, you're, if, if it ever does at all. Like yeah. you usually sweat all night, and then you're cold in the morning at three, four in the morning. <laughs> but I am, I am, dude. I haven't shot my bow since I killed that deer. When's that? 2018 or something? I was going to say it's six years ago, five years ago. Not even, not even shot at one time. But I, I mean, I don't live in a place where I could go out in my backyard and shoot or anything like that. I would like to. I would like to have a place where I could go out and shoot. We got to get that range set up, like we were talking about. Well, anybody buying a house here in the next no, future at seven percent interest at rates our, at our mom's <laughs> property? We got a perfect place for it at our mom's property. I was going to say, yeah, your mom's place. Um, well, we used to shoot out there. Besides archery season opening up, I mean, we can really hunt coyotes, but it's the same thing. Oh. We're not going to go hunt coyotes yet. It's funny because I see I see some people online that are hunting coyotes right now, but they're all doing it at night. Yeah. And I mean, we I just, we did the night hunting thing and I, I didn't enjoy it. In Mexico, it was okay. I just love seeing them come in. I love right. the reaction on them too much. Like in Mexico, we hunted all day and then we ate, you know, and... And then we jumped back in there with all the night vision stuff and did it at night. And it was okay. And we did it for a couple of And we hours. did a couple stands, and then we went back and hung it. out. Didn't, that's when we shot that uh, javelina, right? We did the javelina first. We shot the coyote out of the truck, and then we shot the javelina, javelina yeah. at the feeders, yeah. yeah. But, that was fun. 
<laughs> that's a different thing down there. That, don't get that to do was that really fun. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just I don't have the desire to do it here. Plus, it screws up your schedule. How are you going to get up and, or how are you going to go to work if you you're out all night night hunting? That's the thing I was just to say. Like the temperature, it's kind of like going into rut right for animals that hits that temperature and you're like okay now, oh. now it's on oh right? yeah i know what you're saying yeah but and it's always it's, right about like the balloon race time yeah it's kind of like you feel that first nip in the air and you're like dude it, it's time to go get a little start you start then. <laughs> you start to see some some ducks and geese flying around more than you used to see them and it's like oh yeah so that's be about a month's time i guess huh we, we got the hottest part of the summer to get through first are we are are you going to shoot a Benelli this year bolt action or are you going to shoot a sig ar i tried to commit to that sig ar i don't i like a bolt action i really do i like that little six millimeter you pulled out i don't know that's probably a little too much for a coyote but uh nah. i might i did i got a what did i shoot that one with that 243 that uh one day we went out it was nice I think I might go back to a bolt. Yeah. I like ARs, but I don't know. I like a bolt gun. I'm right with you. If I don't have the, the pistol grip scatter gun in my hand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or a camera. Yeah. What, oh, that new one. That's, that new pistol. Where's that? Oh, it's gonna we got to so get, nice. we got to get all that stuff dialed in when it cools off a little bit. We got a month. We, we go pattern, pattern that new shotgun. Yep. We need a scope for that six, six millimeter. millimeter. Got it. Uh, we need to clean that AR. Yeah, for sure. And probably shoot it again. Mm-hmm. Go out with Jared. What if we ought to look into going to, like, uh, Texas and shooting something this year? Think it's too late to do that? No. Why not Got just keep going south? And with, with JD down there, we have all the access to property you'd want. But, like, to kill a deer, I'm saying. That, too. That might be kind of fun, man, if the three of us cruise over to texas and you kill a couple freezer fillers something <laughs> yeah i mean got it. we got we got no meat coming in my freezer gave up on me so i oh. lost everything i had so which worst. i thought i came up with this idea of a bluetooth like alarm being in the ice cream business i know that freezers go out quite a bit and i thought dude someone should make like a bluetooth thermometer that if it drop or if it raises above 20 degrees or whatever it's text your phone says your freezer's above 20 degrees or whatever it's already done it's already done yeah but now i will buy one when i get a new freezer because i am bummed that i lost the meat but the smell and the disposal (laughs) of that freezer was disgusting and if a hundred dollar bluetooth you know freezer would have saved me that i would have i would have bought it for sure what is what is a worse feeling that or losing your wallet yeah, dude, <laughs> losing, losing the wallet sucks just because all the hoops you got to jump through to get all your stuff back. But, uh, you know, I think we talked about my freezer on the show, but it took me like the seal was really good on the freezer. I smelled the smell in my garage, but I thought it was like a dead rodent because it wasn't super strong. I know you called me going, yeah. something about a dead rat, rodent or whatever. And I'm well, like, you were coming over and I wanted you to sniff around because yeah. you, you, you do like lose the sense of that smell. And it was funny because so then I had to do the rodeo where I was working crazy hours and there was nights that I would come home from the rodeo and I would smell the smell way down my driveway. So I thought it was like I got bushes in my front yard outside, you know, I'm like and I seen quail 
and you know little baby quail running through my yard so i'm thinking maybe something just got killed right here and it's just in the bushes but then i'd open the garage door and i'd go man i smell it but i smelled it away from the freezer and i and i walked right by the freezer many times and you know and it didn't it was weird it was like the smell was like traveling in weird weird ways and then i finally the first so I have an attic space that has one of those drop down ladders, you know, like on the Griswolds, uh, vac- so, but I got to move my car to open that thing. So in my mind, there's a dead squirrel or rat or whatever in my attic is what I thought mm-hmm. for sure. Cause I kind of, that's where I kind of smelled. It was like up towards the front of the garage right there. I'm thinking I'm going to go right in that attic crawl space. Gonna, something going to be dead in there. And I walked around the corner to my, to get in my car to back it out of the garage to drop that ladder down. And I'm like, why does it smell so bad right here? And I looked at that freezer and I'm like, no way. And I popped the door open and there was a bag of like ground okay, meat. Okay. No. And I just, I reached my hand and touched it and I felt that it was warm. And then it was like, oh my God, dude. And the liquid that came out of that thing, <laughs> dude. So I had a, oh my God. Dude, I had a, I had a, uh, I had an idea for a coyote mount. You guys know this, but I had shot these two big badass males, and one's face was all torn up, and but and they but they were just both just big, and so I was gonna get like a fighting kind of like full body mount scene of these two coyotes, but they were gonna be kind of fighting over this dead rabbit, and I had got the rabbit from uh, Kent, and it was in my freezer. Well, for some reason, I think because the guts were still in it. Dude, that thing blew up like a balloon inside the inside the um, freezer bag. It was like a it was like a helium disgusting puke balloon, dude. <laughs> oh, dude! So he I'm, gave you a full jackrabbit, full rabbit, not, not gutted out. No, 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 no. Hide on guts in full, <laughs> and it was in that freezer, dude. And and but in a in a in a uh, you know a, a freaking sealed bag, yes. a, a uh, freezers. Like airtight deal. Yeah. Why can't I think of the name of it? As long vacuum as it's sealed. As long oh, as it's below sealed. the freezing point, but once it goes above the freezing and, point. And I think something to do with the guts probably being it right is why it blew up that like just that. The gases were still in there. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Dude, literally I had to I I I duct taped shut the freezer. I, I immediately pushed the freezer into my driveway. But I, when I opened the door, I broke that seal that was holding everything in there. Mm. And so now this liquid's coming out of it. But so I duct taped it shut and I immediately went and got a trailer. And then I, I, I really didn't know what to do because the, the dumps were closed. And I'm like, there's no way I'm leaving this in my front yard. Yeah. So I called JP. Well, that's the funny. I was going to mention you when you told me this story about you, yeah, because he's in, been in the restaurant industry oh, yeah. for 40 30, years. 30, yeah. 40 Whatever. years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I called JP, and he's like, all right, I'm on my way over there. And we just got done with the – so he's tired. I'm tired. We, I don't want to deal with this freezer. But, you know, it's like I can't leave it outside. Like I could imagine – like my neighbor was across the street, and I told him, I'm like, hey, dude, my freezer died, and it's it's bad. You know, so if you smell that, that's what it is. And, and across the street, he, not, he didn't even want to come Dexter. over. Yeah, yeah. Just so you know, I'm not Dexter, okay? It's, it's, yeah, dead human. there's no human here. And – uh so jp comes over and he's like let's just lay it on its back then this stuff will stop dripping out of it which was smart i didn't even think about that because it's all sealed you know but yeah so we laid it on his back and then he's i'm like what if we just take it to the dump and just drop it off and he was like well they they don't want rotten food filled freezers because they don't just 
comp, you know, the, someone's going to open this thing. The, well, and the freezers don't just go in the landfill. Right. right? They don't go in the so landfill. That's yeah. what I meant. Yeah. yeah. So he's like, we'll just take it and, and uh, we'll throw it in the dumpster at the restaurant and the garbage men come tomorrow. And I'm like, I can't, dude, I can't, I can't do this. No way. I, I'll throw up everywhere. And he's like, oh no just you know whatever we drove over sure enough dude you know he always wears an apron he put some gloves on got a bunch of black garbage bags he opened the and he literally he pulled it all out put it into we double bagged it <laughs> tied him into knots threw it in his dumpster yeah and it was gone and then uh his guy took it to the recycle it, place. yeah his guy took it to the recycle place and the guy saw the duct tape on the door and he goes what are you bringing me and the guy and Andy goes, I don't know. They just tell me to bring stuff here. They gave him seven dollars for it. So he still got the scrap, you know, metal. But at least it wasn't full of freaking rotting meat. Oh, it just had the that's the worst. residual. Oh, the worst. But so, yeah, we could go to Texas and fill the freezer back up. Fill a couple could, freezers. Could we segue that into? I mean, we mostly have hunted together, the three of us, our whole lives. But have you lost an animal? What do you mean? You know, lost, oh. lost an animal that you've. You wounded it well, essentially, or yeah, but the coyotes ate it from stem to stern overnight. I've never seen one like decompose. If that's what you're asking me, like that, yeah, that's what. Well, while you were telling that story, it reminds me of the animal that I lost with the archery elk. Um, went back ten days. The next the next weekend, essentially, yeah. came back and went back to try to. I, I knew I I knew I had killed it. It just was bad luck all around as far as rain and all that kind of stuff and walk down generally the way that I last saw the tracks going and caught an unmistakable smell of rigor mortis right just you there's no other smell like that and it took me three more hours to find it so as you were saying like sometimes I still smell it's weird such a such a powerful unforgettable smell like I, I mean, did the wind had to be perfect, right? So I smell. I'm like, oh, boom! That that's got to be it, right? There's, I mean, this is a general area where it would have been, and I walked down there and lost the smell. Nothing. Okay, I'm gonna go back up where I was at and try to find the smell. And I walked in circles, hmm. trying to keep that area within within the circle so I didn't get lost and didn't lose that smell. And then, hour later, it hits me. And I just it was crazy how, how it was such an intense smell, but I, you would lose it. You would just yeah. you just lose it as strong as it was. The wind had to be just perfect, and um, eventually circled, 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 and here's that elk laying there, not not that far away. You know, very really? heartbreaking kind of a thing. You know, and then having to, you know, you've lost the entire animals from a meat wise harvest, but was able to you know claim the trophy and put my tag on it. So, did yeah. you you uh. Which did did animals small... did did coyotes or anything eat on that or no? It, they didn't have time. I you know I don't know why. I guess they did have time. I should say. Maybe because you're up in the wooded kind of elk country. Because I mean, I shot a deer that didn't lay on the ground overnight and was completely stripped of every bit of its meat. Right. Maybe just in a different, right. thicker or an area where more coyotes were or something. I that couldn't smell it. Getting blocked by the trees. I, you know, I've all my life, that's been 17 years ago or something, whatever it's been. I, I've never actually even considered that because I went, I came back home and went back up there and that an, that animal was not eaten on. Hmm. No birds had got to it or anything, huh? There were birds in the area, but he was, he was not, he wasn't gutted. Huh. Well, I've never even kind of considered that. You know, I was kind of in a, I was, I was in a, 
in a fog as far as finding it and happy enough to find sure. that stuff. And it obviously had slipped, you know, the hide had slipped oh, yeah. and all that, but it was not. I, I'm almost positive that it wasn't even, the guts weren't even eaten out of it. I mean, one of the first things that happened to go in there and peck the eyes and all that kind of stuff, I, I think the eyes might have been pecked, but I don't think it would, had been gutted. You got in there That's and cut crazy. them horns off of that. I, I've already, I know I've already talked to you about this, but the. Yes, your experience, your experience with that meat freezer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember it was yesterday. We were at uh, Sportsman's Warehouse in the parking lot doing so, the Duck Nevada State Duck Calling Contest and Super Retriever Series dog jumping. We had yeah. a big pool out there jumping in it, and we got a call from him. Did he found it? found it? I went back up there by myself. Yep. And you that's drove like a, all the way across like the state seven, to do this, right? It was a seven-hour right? drive or right. whatever, and I was bound and determined to find it because I knew I made a good shot. I just – most people haven't heard the story, but, I mean, it was a sit on a on a, a wallow all day long, all kinds of elk sign, had seen a lot of good elk in the area, saw this awesome five-point that Clay said, You'll, you're going to shoot a five-point. I said, nah, I don't want to shoot a five-point. You know, when you see him, you're going to shoot <laughs> so, so I stuck him good. Um, got a blood trail but it was basically starting to spit just a little tiny bit of rain basically the rain is what made him stand up so I was still hunting essentially so I wasn't in a blind a fixed blind or anything like that I was basically still hunting had every the wind perfect and all that and he come from the absolute perfect direction but uh um, it had just started to spit some rain, got him up out of his bed, come get a drink kind of thing. So in a way, the rain helped me, you know, shoot him. But but also by the time I basically you. gave him the time to die and all that kind of stuff that you're supposed to do archery hunting, it started raining pretty good. And I right away, my heart sunk. And I went back to that, went back to camp and it rained harder and harder all night long and i didn't sleep a wink just slept in the back of the truck and i knew i was like blood trails completely gone any kind of sign of them is going to be completely gone i had already found the arrow passed through i'd found the air i'd found the blood trail and uh but washed away every bit of them and anybody that's experienced that with any kind of animal once you lose the trail and all that kind of stuff you just got to get lucky, yep. basically, and walked the circles, did everything that you're supposed to do, and never could Especially find Especially in that type of country because it's so thick and so Yeah, steep, you can't glass for so it or anything like that. Yeah. And what I learned is what he was mortally wounded, and the general rules when an animal's mortally wounded, they're going to go yeah. downhill as much as they can, but they're going to try to go back home to a certain degree, like to their safe space, which his must have been up and over the mountain because he went down for a while, but he ended up climbing up the dang mountain. So I, he was in an area where I never would have thought he was. I thought for sure he was going to be down going towards, we had kind of the second water hole, this mm-hmm. area where we kind of saw the elk kind of living and hanging around. So he never went that way. He went and tried to get straight up the mountain and he was up, up towards the, not the top, but he was quite a bit higher than where, where I shot him. But he wasn't very far from where you shot him, right? He wasn't terribly far, but again, like I'm by myself and I had walked a bunch of circles trying to find that smell. So I'm trying to go back in my mind and trying to think, like, as the crow flies, how far away he was. I, I, he wasn't more than a mile. I can tell wow. you that for sure. I, I'm thinking he was probably like a half a mile away type of type of distance. But back uphill. So, But, yeah, once you catch that smell, you know exactly what it is. And then to, to spend hours finding him and then having to take off of it what you – 
can. You know, with a with a knife. You need a JP with. Oh no, I brought the. I brought. I brought. I brought. I I knew if I found him, what I'd have to do. Oh, so you brought a bow saw. I brought a saw and yeah, yeah. I I skull capped him right there. Yeah. Didn't get his ivories. You didn't want to go through that. Well, the lock jaw, oh, yeah, the yeah, lock jaw thing and all that, but I never did get that. I would have probably cut his head so. right off at the base there. Oh, no way you wouldn't have. Not in the, It was that not bad? In the state, maggots not in the state and, oh. that the... the oh, so. No maggots. way you're going to... I didn't have maggots in my freezer. No way you're going to carry that back on your pack to camp. No way. No, skull cap them. And boil, and boil it as soon as possible. What would the brain look like inside there after a couple <laughs> weeks down? Gel? A little bit, yeah, kind of gelatin, kind of. A lot You've of seen tissue, a lot of dead stuff, though, right? Tissue turns. You into had that. to do cadavers and all that in your schooling. Yeah, but they're preserved, right, and formaldehyde and stuff. So they still got a funk to them, don't they? Formaldehyde. Yeah, you, you got to rub that stuff on the bottom of your nose. I remember doing well, a cat in is, high school. You smell formaldehyde. They smell the like smell is yeah, formaldehyde. It's like so a strong. sour. It's a very one of a kind smell it's too. It's very unique, and and you have your lab clothes that you go in there and do it every day, and it's very off putting and. And you kind of wonder, like, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to do this. You know, you have a lab, like at least physical therapy school. We had lab five days a week because we had neuroanatomy and general gross anatomy. So we were in there five days a week. I bet you by the second week you could go in there and have a candy bar. <laughs> like, you're so used to it. You just go in there. Did anybody you know. drop out because of that when you were there? There were some people that had trouble staying in the lab. Just a baby uh, Nobody Ruth. dropped out of school, though. <laughs> just, yeah. just a baby Ruth. Remember that scene in Fletch where this, you know, he's in there eating a sandwich oh, yeah. and walking yeah. in. It's kind of, it's crazy when you first go in there thinking that oh, you could never get used to it, but you get used to it. And it's Didn't just, he put a sandwich on the guy or something? There's, or, there's some movie himself. where the, the mortician, you know, and, yeah. puts his fucking sandwich right on, uh, yeah. right on the guy's <laughs> chest as he's working on <laughs> Yeah, oh, you get man. used to it. Just like, just like anything. That's pretty funny. I don't know if I'd be able to get used to that. So we got to go way back to your uh, second, why you're so sad, August 1st, and what you just saw, what I just showed you. Yeah. Oh, my God. Somebody already killed here in Nevada well over 200. Not sure what it was. I didn't count how many points, but He's got about nine eye guards on one side and look up eight on the other what side. What was it? Or? Pine Trophy? Price Trophy? Price. Price Trophy Outfitters here in Nevada. Price Trophy Hunts, I think it was. Price PTH. Trophy Hunts. If you look it up on Instagram, Price Trophy Hunts, and look at that deer that was just killed today. I'm going to take, oh. take a quick look at our buddy Trevor at Bull Ridge, see if he's got anything on them. Nope. Nothing. wonder where it was killed. God, huge. Huge. It was the year, though, with all that rain and stuff. It's going to be I Yeah, I think it's going to be a good, good year. I agree. Yep. What you got? Well... Well, it sounds like we're winding down this episode. We also wanted to let you know that Sig Sauer brought this episode of Where the Pavement Ends to you. We all shoot them. We all love them. I didn't grow up on a Sig Sauer, but the couple that I have are about as smooth, balanced guns as you're going to get. So uh, go to their website, SigSauer.com. Uh, what's cool about the website, they got a full range of firearms, accessories. They also got extensive training and support programs pretty much anything from novice to expert you're gonna you're gonna have something that you can do through that company it's a great company um and i love their tagline because when it comes to your safety and your satisfaction only the best will do check them out that was my line when i picked up a girlfriend 
What was it again? Give it to me again. <laughs> Hit him with it again. <laughs> that very end? Yeah, the yeah, tagline. No, tag so, no, so now we're going to change the, the purpose of that. Because when it comes to your safety and your satisfaction, only the best will do. That's what the that, back of Clay's jersey said. That pickup line. That's nice. Comes to your safety <laughs> and your satisfaction. Your satisfaction, baby. Only oh. the best will do. Only the best will do. Oh, you put a little that accent. Nice, on it. yeah, I do. Like you kind of slid into that southern draw. Threw, huh? Threw a little Cecil on it. <laughs> <laughs> you play blacktop. <laughs> no, it's not blacktop. Play road. Road. <laughs> it's something like that. You well, if you if you if you're in our neck of the woods, nape of the woods, not Yule, like in the sense that I have a log. Uh. If you're in our neck of the woods and you got anything archery down yeah send it our way we don't we want to look at it all big small we want to see them all uh if you got any uh questions or anything fire those off to us too we'll catch you back here next week see you